Let's go. I'm Tim Gray. Welcome back, everybody. Well, everybody, last night went and tuned in to the big game in New England with the Bucks beating the Patriots. Tommy, how are you today? Doing good, Jim. Um, doing really good. Happy to uh, you know really get a tough, hard-nosed, hard-fought victory over against a great team. So we got home like five in the morning. It's going to be a grind through the day because it's football season and we got to get right back at the preparation for next week. But obviously, um, we had one goal in mind going into the game last week. Coming out of it with the victory against that football team is a great team win for us. And uh, really excited. A little bit tired this week just because, you know, last week obviously was a big week and there was a lot of prep into it as a long flight up there. It's a long flight home. It's a late night game. It's back and forth games. So a lot went into it. So going to try to recharge the battery a little bit and uh, get ready to play this coming Sunday at home. So I find this astonishing. When I called you early this afternoon, I thought perhaps I'd be waking you up. You were in the gym working out. You're talking about being tired and run down and you found the energy to work out. What's driving you? How does that happen? Oh, well, that's just a, you know, part of the routine. And I I think there's a, I think if you're going to be a professional athlete, you've got to get into a good routine. You've got to have a good process to recover as quickly as, uh, you know, you got to obviously prepare for the game, but then after the game, you got to put the work in to get your body feeling back right. So I was just uh, in the gym getting my strength training done. And I'm going to meet here with Alex here shortly and get all my pliability work in and kind of getting that process of getting ready for next week. So it just, it doesn't stop. And I think that's the thing about football season. Yeah. One game's really important and you want to win them all, but it's a long season. It's a marathon. And uh, it's not really a time for me to reminisce. It's a time for me to keep going, keep grinding, you know, and make our October month better than our, our month of September. You talk about grinding. Was that the ultimate game of grinding? Man, it sure felt like it. It is absolutely, that's what that game felt like. And, um, you know, I think about it and I think about that particular environment. It's a great football environment. Me being there for 20 years in Foxborough, Sunday night football, you've got most of the country watching and uh, it's that kind of weather, you know, and you got the foghorn blowing, you got a downpour the entire night and you're going against a, a really obviously talented team, but also really well coached team. It's, and we found a way to win. And I would say that's a, that was a big win for our team. You know, it's a big win because we had a tough one on the West coast last week and flew back, took our lumps and then got prepared to go win a game. And we, we made just enough plays. Obviously it was a nail biter, a bunch of lead changes there. Um, you know, that kick that Nick, had there at the end you know it was a hell of a kick and uh it just doesn't bounce your way some nights and the margin of error in professional football and professional sports is very 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 small and uh it's never about one play there was a lot of plays that I wish we'd have made we kind of held ourselves back we didn't execute great we had a lot of penalties we we're pretty crappy in the red area and um you know all those little things come up and fortunately our defense really stepped up at the end when they needed to so, Tom, I want to take you back to what you said about Nick Folk and the ball hits the upright and doink happens. What runs through you? Man, well, at that point, I was uh, 
I was pretty excited, you know, because it was one of those games. And uh, again, the week earlier, you watched Justin Tucker doink one in Detroit and it goes in. And, um, you know, it's 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 a tough thing to make those kicks. And when it goes your way, it's pretty good. And I think you and I, you and I have had some pretty fun experiences in our own way on the golf course in Montana at Yellowstone Club on the 17th tee box. There's a tree. Anyone who's never been there, it's a pretty amazing place. But there's a tree that's right in front of the tee box and it splits like an upright. And we always make a bet of who can hit it through with our basically a hybrid or driver. And it's always money on the line and everyone tries to split the uprights. And when you do, man, it's a great feeling. And when it, it misses, it's pretty, you know, it's, it's okay. When it hits the upright and doesn't go through, uh, those are the tough ones because you lose the ball and you lose the bet. But, um, you know, that's, that's sports. That's sports. <laughs> that's why we do it. It's pretty fun. We, we've had a lot of laughs about poor Cody Parkey. I mean, his name has come up a thousand times on that tree because it's about 10 inches wide at the bottom and it goes up to about three feet. So it's a very narrow target, about 75 to 80 yards away. So uh, we've had a lot of laughs about Doink. Uh, Tom, what was your emotion uh, when you took the field last night? Man, I was pretty fired up. It was Sunday night football. I felt like it was a uh, big game for our team. Um, you know, it was a obviously so much was made last week about myself going back to a place where I'd been for 20 years and I did everything I could to keep a frame of mind that it was myself and my teammates that were going up there to win a game. And um, I had a lot of personal emotion just because there's a lot of personal relationships and a lot of people I really care deeply about that I spent two decades of my life with. And, um, you know, anytime you think about family, I had my whole family there, my sisters, my mom and dad, my wife, my kids, and football. And what's that really meant in my life brings a lot of emotion to me. And um, just naturally, a lot of those things came out over the course of the week. Um, I was glad able to, I was kind of able to get them out of the way. Um, and really, by the time I ran out for pregame warmup, I was pretty fired up. I was ready to go play a great football game. And um, it was a great night of football. It was a tough football environment. Um, it was a very competitive game, as you would expect. Uh, the weather was really tough, man. That was being in Florida now for 20 months. That was the first rain game we've had. That was the first rain practice we've had. Um, I've obviously had a lot of those up in New England, that, those kind of crappy forecast games, and it came to fruition. But, you know, in the end, it was a lot of mental toughness. Being down in the fourth quarter of that team and beating them at home is, is a tough thing to do, and I'm glad our team did it. How would you describe lining up against your friends, lining up against guys that you've won championships with, who you have genuine concern and love for, and now for those 60 minutes, you're scrapping and fighting? Let me just say it's nothing I prefer to do. Um, it's, not, it's not as enjoyable as some people would think. I look over and I think about, Matt Slater out there. And I look at Kyle Van Noy and Dante Hightower and Devin McCourty. And I look at David Andrews and Shaq Mason. Um, you know, just some amazing people that I've gone to war with. And, you know, the reality of sports is sometimes you go different places and now you're on the other side of it and you're sitting on the other sideline and 
you know, you want those guys to do so well because you know how important it is to them. You know how much it means to them. And um, if there's one thing I take from last night, and I had some questions about, you know, what was my experience going to be like? Um, I got to see some people after the game that I just love so much. And uh, the best part of the night was having the game over and uh, seeing them and understanding that no matter how we compete, my relationship with those people is transcends wins and losses. And yeah, we want to win. Absolutely. I think the process of trying to win is what's most important. You know, it's winning and losing is icing on the cake and, you know, for the winner, but what you got to do as an athlete, you got to put as much as you can into it. And if you do that, and I know from a lot of experience in losing games, when you lay it all on the field, look, you're proud of what you've accomplished. You're not going to win every game. It's really tough, but the hugs, the handshakes, um, the congratulatory messages, the, you know, all the different things that I heard really in the end to me is what continues to motivate me and inspire me. And um, I'm very blessed to have an amazing support system. Um, so many friends had sent messages of support before the game, obviously after the game. And I get those when I lose too, but um, you know, it's, it's tough to go against your brothers. Let me say that it's, it's very tough. Raises a lot of questions here, and we'll get to them. We want to remind everybody that Let's Go is brought to you by USAA Insurance. We're dedicated to helping the military community protect what they've worked hard for with insurance that meets their high standards. Get the coverage you deserve. USAA Insurance. USAA. Tom, what you just said, all those folks, are you talking about players you played with? Ushers, security people, fans, coaches? Who, who, who specifically? Yeah, you know, the whole crew. You know, it's funny. When I got to the airport, we landed in Providence. It was the same bus driver that I've had for, uh, you know, however many years. You know, I drive to the stadium. It's all the same security. It's the same chief of police of Foxborough that I've seen for 15 years. It's the same security. It's the same video crew. It's the same equipment staff. And obviously the players, the coaches, you know, it's, uh, you know, I saw the owner, Mr. Kraft and Jonathan. So, you know, it's just a... Uh, I think for me, it's just trying to soak it all in and make sure that I saw everyone. And, and uh, like I said before, it was 20 amazing years. I left on great terms. Um, and my football experience is now in Tampa and I'm doing everything I can to help this team win and providing as much support on the field as I can, trying to be a great leader off the field for our team. And um, I'm surrounded by another group of great players now and, and really great ownership and great coaching and, uh, uh, just a great organization that's been really been put together here that we're doing some good things. And I know it's not all perfect and these games are tight, but it feels good to win. And it feels good to see our hard work pay off as well. Tom, how much pressure did you and your teammates feel about this game and winning this game? Because no matter how much you might've tried to downplay this as a regular season game and keep it normal, the hype that went into this game, with millions upon millions watching and the circumstance being so rare, this wasn't a regular season game for everybody who was viewing this. How much pressure did you and your teammates feel? Well, it definitely felt heightened. I'd say that there was a, there was more, you know, uh, circus like atmosphere than would be typical for a, a regular season game. And we felt it, um, 
my teammates, you know, I would say they handled it absolutely amazing. And the professionalism of, you know, I spoke to the guys on offense about what we were getting ourselves into and what kind of environment it would be. And, you know, they handled it absolutely the way that you would expect. It was a focused group of guys. Uh, you know, they know that, you know, for me, it was a, a, a big, meaningful, emotional game. And I think everyone was really locked in. Um, you know, and at the same time, it was a regular season game. I mean, I don't want to make more of it than what it is. It was an October football game. It's, it's different than playing in January where if you lose and go home. We got a game this week. That's the reality. So it's not like there's a playoff game where you lose and you're going home. You know, you, we got a lot of football left too. So it was great to win. It's great to win on the road. But we got we to gotta get it back in the tank now. There's no letdown this week. We got to now – come together and have the same type of urgency, although it's going to feel a little bit different because there's not the Sunday night atmosphere. There's not everyone rooting against you in the stands. There's not, again, every, you know, all week people talking about this particular game. So, you know, part of being a professional is regrouping and, you know, for all of us to come back and reassert our, our, uh, you know, our, our goals for the week and, um, you know, try to be even better this week because it was a really hard challenge game. It was a very physical game. I'd say that a very physical game. I mean, I'm definitely sore today. I took a few really good shots, but, um, you know, we're going to have to come together this week and, and get geared up and get ready to go again. You've told me for an awful long time and you've told our audience football begins at Thanksgiving and the man who I think instilled that in your head was Bill Belichick. He came and saw you. Uh, in the Tampa Bay locker room after the game. How would you describe that moment? Um, it's been described by your teammates uh, as, whoa, is this a movie? This guy's really coming in here right now. And they kind of cleared out. And then you had your time with Bill. How would you describe that session, Tom? You know, it was a, it was a nice conversation. And, you know, it, it's not like, um, you know, we've been, I've been really focused on what I need to do for the Bucks, And he's focused on what his role for the Patriots. So, you know, you see, uh, you know, for 20 years, I saw him basically every day. And, um, you know, since I left New England, I just, we'd never seen each other kind of face to face. And it was nice to catch up and exchange uh, just some different thoughts that we had been having. And it was a, a, a good way to end the night for both of us. So, you know, we have a very personal relationship. And I, I think, you know, from my standpoint, like I said, and I've, I've reiterated quite a few times, you know, he's been a great mentor for me. And I, you know, when I showed up in Foxborough, I didn't know anything about pro football. You know, I, I showed up in, as, as a kid from, you know, California, went to Michigan, and he was an incredible mentor for me, incredible coach for our team. And a lot of guys would say that. And, you know, when you're with someone for 20 years, you know him pretty well. And he's still doing a great job, and I'm trying to do a great job. And we're very competitive people. And uh, I appreciate everything he's done for me as a coach, as I've said numerous times. And uh, I know he feels that same way about me. Tom, does this provide you with some sort of a closure now officially with the Patriots having had this conversation and now everybody can move on with their lives and feel satisfied, particularly you? Well, I, I don't think it was part of that was that we weren't reminiscent about that. I think there was a, you know, when I decided to sign with the Bucks, there was closure. And again, I said after the game, I'm a part of that Boston community and New England community for life. You know, my kids are Bostonians, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's not like you, you, you have relationships and memories. That's what we have in life. And I got 20 great years of memories. I've had the best teammates in the world. I really have. I've been 
so blessed to have the most amazing teammates. Um, I've been blessed to have the most amazing coaches. Some of the great, I mean, obviously the Patriots organization is second to none. And what I'm now, again, my football experience here in, in Tampa is everything I've, you know, was, have been looking for. And um, it's just been so fun for me the last 20 months. So I'm really enjoying this. I want to keep winning. I want to keep competing. Um, and I want to keep working to be the best I can be. And games like last night are why we play football because you go on the road, there's 70,000 people cheering against you. It's a downpour. You're losing in the fourth quarter and you make critical plays to win the game. And that's what sports is all about. Do you think the fans maybe needed this? They don't want to have to pick between Brady and Belichick. They want to pick. No, I wouldn't either. Know, both of you. Either. Why should they? Why do we do that? And I think that makes no sense to me. And I think it's there's so much division in the world. There's just so much. It's uh, every day you turn on. Uh, you know, the TV and, and see different media, it's more destructive than ever. I, I'm not, that's not my personality. I try to build people up. I try to bring the best out in people. I try to encourage people to be positive, to look at the glasses always half full. And um, I've looked at it like that for a long time. And I'm going to continue to do that because it served me really well. On any other day, we'd be talking about a record that has been broken in the National Football League, the all-time passing yardage record. When we come back, we'll talk to Tom about achieving that in yesterday's game. Stay with us right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. As we remind you, our program is brought to you by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. And any athlete will tell you it helps to work with an expert for buying or refinancing a home. Your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com. Powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. That's United Wholesale Mortgage at findamortgagebroker.com. Stay with us right here on Sirius XM. Much more with Tom Brady. Hey, everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here. And with the NFL season underway, I am thrilled to announce that my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, will be dropping three times a week. On Mondays, we're going to recap the most interesting stories to come out of the NFL weekend. Wednesdays are going to be for a bit of a deeper discussion. And on Fridays, we're going to bring you the best of my SiriusXM fantasy show with the great Michael Fabiano, Fantasy Dirt. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady. Tom is brought to you by Ring. With Ring, you're always home. Protect your whole home with a video doorbell, security cameras, and an award-winning alarm you can install yourself. Go to ring.com forward slash let's go for a special offer on a Ring Alarm home security kit today. That's ring.com slash let's go. Tom, you broke the record last night. Uh, we saw you talking to Drew Brees before the game. It was his record until you passed it. Um, it seemed a bit anticlimactic uh, in the stadium. Uh, that's a huge, huge moment. Uh, but apparently the game just goes on and, and, and you were driving. Uh, what, what was that moment like for you uh, to break this record and, and to have this achievement? You know, when you're in the midst of the game, everything's happening pretty quick. And it was a road game. So, you know, it's, it's obviously a little bit different. Um, you know, obviously going into the game, there was – you know, knowing I needed a certain amount of yards to break the record and Drew was in the house and, 
you know, what an incredible player he was. I remember when he broke that record from Peyton. I remember when Peyton Manning broke it from Brett Favre. So, you know, it's been broken a little bit here recently, and I, I was actually watching all those games, and it's been an amazing thing to watch the yardages pile up. And I think me just being a part of it, and again, what a blessing it's been to be a part of football history for a lot of different reasons. And I think the thing that I'm most proud of is there's so many people that can share in that award. There's nothing that you can do in football as an individual. And um, I can't catch a pass. I said that after the game. I can only throw them. And I'm decent at it. And I'm still working to be better at it. And um, hopefully every receiver that's ever caught a ball for me and has, has added to that gets to share in a little bit of happiness today, last night. And they're, they're part of NFL history, too. So I got to see Drew before the game. He was as complimentary as ever. Um, sent me a really sweet text after the game. Um, I've had so many people reach out that um, just very thoughtful and kind and uh you know, it's, I've been doing this for a long time and uh, just grateful for the amazing support of so many friends over the years. You know, you credit so many of the others and all those guys who caught the balls and obviously they deserve credit. You know, it's a real historic moment, but, but you've made this not about yourself. When, when did you recognize that all of these achievements and accomplishments aren't about yourself? Because in this day and age, we see people who are only narcissistic and only pointing to look at me. At what moment do you think you recognize that? Jim, that's a great question. I was a baseball player growing up. And uh, when I started playing football my freshman year in high school, I fell in love with the sport. It was the ultimate team sport. There's 53 players that take the field in pro football. I went to Michigan and it was really reinforced. And Bo Schembechler always had a line, the team, the team, the team. And you know, when you go to pro sports, it's a little bit different because there's a lot of people that can be in it for themselves. I think when you're in it for other people, you get so much more out of it. And I think that's the way life is. When you're wrapped up in yourself, you make for a very small package. Um, when you share different achievements in your life with people, that's the best part is sharing it with your family, your friends, your teammates. And, you know, it's not like basketball. Basketball, you play offense and defense. Basketball, you're you know, you're a huge part of both sides of the court, you know, and, you know, golf, you're out there as an individual in tennis, you're an individual, you know, in football, you're not what I do only happens with the hard work of so many others. And I think that's why I have so many great memories and friendships from the sport, because that means more to me than anything. And I think the relationships I have with the people that I care about the most is what's the most gratifying thing to me in my life. And, and I think that, it's so easy to get wrapped up in people, you know, giving you all the different accolades and so forth. But in, in the end, it's a, it's a very shallow existence in my belief. It's what's important is, is sharing these experiences in life with the people that I really care about. I know genuinely care about me. And when I get, you know, again, I, I, I hear from, you know, my friend Drew Brees. I hear from uh, Peyton Manning. I hear from Brett Favre. Um, you know, guys in other sports, Tiger Woods, you know, they're genuinely happy when they see people succeed and it doesn't diminish them when you do well. And I think those are the people I really, uh, you know, appreciate as competitors. Cause I feel the same way about them. You know, there's nothing that any of those people that I've looked up to in sports 
that I'm rooting against. I'm rooting for everyone to be their best. When you hear from somebody like Tiger Woods, I mean, who's sitting at home watching this as a fan, and you've played with him in the match, and that had to be a great experience to be out on the golf course with perhaps the greatest golfer ever, and he sends you a text, and he gives you some wisdom. Uh, share what that feels like and, and how that hits you. Yeah, I mean, it's very kind. And, and again, it's, uh, you know, you have these amazing milestones in your life and, and uh, you know, you're just out there and he's an, a little bit older than me, but, you know, still a young guy uh, who's been through a lot. And I followed his career, obviously, forever. And, um, you know, it's just it's amazing to have different people reach out who who I've watched and admired in pro sports who who approach it the same way, you know. They have the determination to win. They have the resiliency. They have the mental toughness. And anytime people have done it for 20 years, um, you know, 20 plus years, 25, including college, 22 plus five, 31 years of sports. You know, I've been doing it a long time. So I got a lot of friends that, uh, you know, just they add a lot to my life. Jim Gray with Tom Brady right here on Let's Go. We're brought to you by Mastro's Steakhouse. A trip to Mastro's is a culinary adventure. Experience the good life with handcrafted cocktails, exceptional steaks, and the freshest seafood. Visit Mastro's.com for locations and reservations. And Tommy, your dad's an awful happy man because now he has his Mastro card for the season. So he can go to Morton's and all the great Landry's places. And it was, that was as exciting for him before the game as anything that took place down there on the field. I bet he fires him up. If I, he loves it. So uh, good for him. I love that. When he's happy, I'm happy. <laughs> well, you should be happy. You've now beaten all 32 teams. What team did you enjoy uh, beating the most and perhaps which one the least? Holy cow. That's a good question. Uh, the team I, I, I would love to beat the most is the Giants. There's no doubt about that because they've taken away some really uh, – you know, I've always joked with Eli, but yeah, and he, he, I think he likes that I bring it up all the time. So I'm bringing it up again. I do not like losing to those guys. So when we beat them, I love that. Um, and the team I like to beat the least is probably is obviously the Patriots. You know, again, those are all my, those are my guys, man. Those are my, those are the other Warriors that I went to battle with for so long. So I've had uh, a lot of battles over the years with different teams. There's a lot of mutual respect in pro sports, but uh, glad I'm through with the one last night. Jim Gray and Tom Brady, our program is brought to you by GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Play your favorite slot or table games like blackjack, roulette, and so much more. Download the app onto your phone or play online at GoldenNuggetCasino.com. You must be 21 or over. Available only in Michigan and New Jersey. You got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Coming soon to your state. That's GoldenNuggetCasino.com. And Tom, as the uh, Buccaneers depart, and this now is in your rearview mirror, the city of Boston gets ready for the marathon. It's just a terrific event that I know that you've uh, witnessed all those years that you were here. Yeah, an amazing event. I've had my sister run, being there for as long as I've been. Uh, you know, there's a lot of memorable moments. Obviously, a very difficult, tragic one that always brings more meaning to it with the marathon bombing. And it really is allowed. And it showed amazing resilience, the city coming back from that and really glorifying all the runners and what it means to the city. And I know our foundation, the TB12 Foundation, has a lot of runners in the marathon. We've raised quite a bit of money over the years. My boy Snake is running this year. And uh, it's really one of the great events in the city. It usually takes place in the spring. Didn't happen this year. It's taking place 
now in the fall, but I'm going to be cheering on all our runners and uh, hoping for a really great event. I'm sure it'll be a great one for the city of Boston. Our producer, Dave, the snake Hagen, who you just referred to did the Berlin marathon just a few weeks ago. And he came in at three hours and 39 minutes. All right, Tom, a little wager. You taking the over or the under on the Boston oh, Marathon man. for Snake? I'm taking the under because I know he's got a little more in the tank, baby. Let's go. He's got a little more. He's going to dig deep. He's going to get all his pliability treatments. He's going to be ready to go. I'll take the over. It's a lot harder marathon no. than Berlin. <laughs> no way. <laughs> all right, Tom. Best of luck against Miami, and we will talk to you next Monday night. Great. Look forward to it, guys. Good luck. Take care like to remind everybody that this week's episode of Let's Go with Tom Brady is available wherever you stream your podcasts. Subscribe today, give us a five-star rating, and please leave a review. You can also interact with the show by emailing us your questions to letsgo at SiriusXM.com. Thanks so much to our producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, production assistance by Harris Fabishoff, and to our great sponsors, Mastro's, USAA, Ring, United Wholesale Mortgage, and Golden Nugget Online Casino. Let's Go Podcast with Tom Brady was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions. Talk to you again next Monday night right here on Sirius XM. Sirius XM Podcasts.